Hi, and welcome to episode four of the Prepping Positively podcast. I'm Annie, and today we're going to talk about starting a survival pantry, including what foods to stock, how much of each, and why you need to start one in the first place. Here we go. and welcome back. Today I want to talk about a survival pantry. Now before I get too far, let me explain first exactly what a pantry is and when it comes to prepping. A prepper pantry or a survival pantry as it's otherwise called is a stockpile of food and non-food items that are stored in an area of your home for short-term or long-term emergencies. Its main purpose is to provide what your family may need in a crisis, such as a job loss, a natural disaster, or economic situations where food and supplies may not be available. There are two main reasons to start a prepper pantry. The first is for convenience, and the second is for food security. Regardless of whether you use one reason or the other, or both, having a prepping pantry could make the difference in survival for you and your family. Prepper pantries can basically be three types of pantries, a working pantry, a 72-hour pantry, and a long-term food storage pantry. Now let's break down each one of these a little further. The working pantry is the easiest and most affordable way to start a prepper pantry. It's also the closest thing to a pantry you may already have in your home. These types of pantries are usually a little bit bigger than your average pantry, but a little bit smaller than an average prepping pantry. This working pantry usually holds the items you use daily in your home, like canned items you may have bought or canned items you canned yourself. It'll also have some boxed items from the grocery store. In this pantry, the items are rotated, so you use the oldest first and are replaced as needed. Now, the second type of pantry is the 72-hour supply pantry. This type of pantry, created for short-term emergencies like power outages, evacuations from hurricanes, and so on. The items stored in this type of pantry are most commonly foods that are non-perishable and can be eaten easily even without being heated. They are the foods I discussed in Episode 2, Preparing an Emergency Kit. You might want to go back and listen to that. The last type of pantry is the long-term food pantry storage. This pantry will help your family survive through more major events, such as natural disasters or economic crisis. These pantries are much larger, and the amount of food and supplies are meant to endure for over a year, up to 25 years or more. These pantries may often be called emergency pantries. Now, depending on the type of emergency or crisis that you're preparing for, it will determine which pantry is the right one for you. Eventually, you want to work your way up to the long-term pantry as the end result. So what do you put in your pantry? The best location for your pantry is somewhere that does not receive direct sunlight, is free of any moisture, and stays relatively cool. It should be large enough to house some shelving and maybe a few five-gallon food-safe buckets. Other places to store your food and supplies may include under the stairs, in a closet, in a cabinet, under a bed, over a door, in a storage furniture, root cellars, or an unused section of your basement. 
Now I've included a simple 10-step checklist for creating a prepper pantry on the resource page for this podcast episode. Just go to roadtoreliance.com forward slash podcast and click on episode four to download it. Now, let's talk about those 10 steps. Step one is to have a plan and a goal in mind. Decide what you're prepping for. Make a plan on paper so you know what you need to start stocking up on. Step two is to know your budget. It's so easy to see that case of something on sale and think, geez, what a good deal that is. But if you won't use much, it's really pointless to buy. Set an amount of money you can spend each week or month and stick to it. Use coupons, but only if they save you money. And check the price of other brands, too. Step three, know what and how much for your family do they consume each week. Only buy and store what you will eat. If no one eats tuna, don't buy it. There are food calculators online that will help you determine how much fam- how much food your family consumes. Just go to Google and type in food calculators and you're sure to come up with one. Step four, know where everything is going. Think ahead. Make a place to keep all of your supplies. I gave you some suggestions earlier, but be creative. Step five, learn how to meal plan. One of the best time-saving and money-saving things you can do is to meal plan. Write down the foods you plan to eat over a period of time, such as a week or the month, and then you can plan all three meals or just dinners. I have two free meal planners on my site that are free for the taking. Just go to roadtoreliance.com and search for how to start a prepper pantry. Step six, know the shelf life of what you have. Although most food items are good beyond their stamp dates, it's better to use them prior to them. Anything you take from this original container and place into a separate container will not have a date on it, so make sure you mark those dates. Step 7. Shop the sales aisles. Pay attention to prices. Compare brands. Look at the amounts in one package and compare them to others. Just divide the price by the number of ounces, for example, and then compare the two brands to see which actually has the better deal. You might be surprised. And please don't shop an extra store for one item unless the savings is really substantial. At the time I'm recording this podcast, our gas is over $4.60 a gallon. I will not drive out of the way to save a dollar with gas so high. It's cheaper for me to pay the bit higher and shop at one store for everything. Step 8. Learn how to rotate your food. Always keep the oldest food to the front and the newest to the back. It keeps your food from becoming out of date and reduces the chance of getting ingesting old or bad or spoiled food. Step nine, don't panic and don't hoard. It can take anywhere from a few weeks to a few months to build a well-stocked pantry. Start slow, buy what you afford, and use it as it's available. Stay calm. Take your time and don't worry. Your pantry will build slowly, but at least you'll know you'll use everything you bought. And the last step, step 10, prep at your pace. We've been prepping for a while now. I have a friend that has been prepping just as long as I have. She has tons more put away than I do, and that's okay. Her budget is different than mine. We also stock different things. Stay at your own pace. Learning how to start a prepper pantry is not hard. Start small, think about everything you're going to do, what you'll buy, and how often. Set a budget, make a plan, and above all, don't panic. If you need more detailed information on getting started beyond the free checklist I've 
I have, I've offered one on the resource page. You can go to roadtoreliance.com forward slash how to start a prepper pantry and you can print off the post and you can download a ton of stuff while you're there. Well, that's all I have for you this week. I hope you found the information helpful. If you did, make sure you follow me so you don't miss a single episode. And feel free to leave me a rating so others can find me too. As always, stay happy, stay healthy, and start prepping. You can do it. I believe in you.